Welcome to the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello everyone and welcome to Your Life Now Show where your life and your business matter. I am your host and executive producer Rhea Wolke, also known as Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we are having a special show for you today. This year, 2021, we are celebrating 10 years on the Your Life Now Show with Coach Rhea and I wanted to share with you some of our first episode in 2011. So in March of 2011 we started uh, the Your Life Now show. I absolutely had no idea what I was doing. I knew I had a message I wanted to share, a lot of information from my practice from uh, um, hosting and an um, amazing guest on the show and learning and educating and, and inspiring. And the inspiration started and here we are 10 years later. So this uh, episode that I'm going to play for you is back from April of 2011, about uh, 10 years and one month ago. To be exact, it was aired 4-28-2011, and the episode, it was about how to get rid of or um, manage the unnecessary fear, the fear of what if, and what can we do instead of thinking about the worst of things, how we can, you know, utilize that everything happens right now so we can really control what we think right now in this present moment and realize our fear that is in the future has not happened yet. So maybe, perhaps, if we can monitor and uh, get rid of the unnecessary fear, we can be moving forward. So this episode had a different type of recording, so you can hear even my voice sounded different. I was listening to it, and I was like really uh, laughing, but I'm also so proud of myself because I really learned and I came a long way and I appreciate all the guests that had their trust in me from the beginning and uh, accepted my invitation. I had some really key um, guests and best-selling authors and, and movers and shakers come on the show and help me um, inspire you to live your life the way you want it and to be aware of yourself and others and to explore opportunities and move forward with ease. And I should mention also, uh, during the 10 years from 2011, I have grown professionally, I expanded my knowledge, my education, my company expanded in, in a great way, opportunities opened up to me, for me, and uh, I am glad to, you know, add to my resume all the credentials that I have to qualify me to be the executive coach that I am, helping small company to medium-sized company executives, startup, doing their best, managing their business, managing their team. Uh, it's about leadership, 
teaching, you know, uh, emotional intelligence, neurolinguistic programming, and uh, my certification goes on and on. I have been uh, honored to um, to be visiting with with uh, doing red carpet events, going to the Emmys because of one of my guests who invited me to the Emmys, and I promised myself. I said one day. I would like to be nominated for um, the work that I do, and I am, I have my trust in myself and my ability to keep on growing. And remember, every day we must learn something new because when we learn and understand what we learn, we can only get better and better and better. So enjoy the show. I'm going to play this episode for you. I hope you enjoy it. And remember, don't <laughs> criticize because this was recorded before Cortex, so the quality of the recording was different. I probably was using a handphone when I was when I was um, doing this um, this show. I can't even remember 11 years ago, so it wasn't as fancy as it is now with the digital mics and everything that we you know we do as far as the recording. And uh, so here it is. Enjoy the show. Thank you so much for being here. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Your Life Now show. This is Coach Ria, and I am so delighted to be back here with you. As you probably already know, I did not have a show last week because I was on vacation, and I will be sharing a few of the things that I have done on my vacation today with you. And for those of you who do not know who I am, again, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching service. I am personally certified as a personal and executive coach. In my practice, I work with clients on several areas that can impact their lives personally and also professionally. These areas of impact include, but obviously not limited to, personal and professional growth, personal relationships, money, finances, career, self-esteem, and of course, overall quality of life. On this show, I will try to discuss different topics related to these areas of impact. I just wanted to also remind you, um, my listeners, thank you for being here and for listening now or archived, that this show is not about therapy. This discussion is really meant to be thought-provoking and not intended to be a professional advice. Um, If you'd like to know more about me and my work as a life coach, please visit my website at www.coachingbyria.com. And again, as a, just a reminder of what's my intention of having this show, it's really to just sort of broad your mind to all the available choices out there. After all, as I always remind you, it is your right to make the right choice for you. So all I ask of you is to have an open heart and an open mind. And my intention is really to bring awareness to the surface. I like to give you a chance to think in a different way and see if you can change things in your life 
by, appro- by approaching it from a different angle. So as I always say, it's all about awareness. It's all about bringing our awareness to this present moment. Because I always say, everything happened now. So our today's topic is something that I think is going to provoke a lot of, uh, hopefully I will have a lot of color and a lot of uh, people will give us their own perspective on the topic. It's how you let go of unnecessary fear. The fear that can stop you in your place and also stop you from enjoying your um, your life. I'm going to take another short break, and when I get back, I'd really like to open this conversation. This is, again, it's, a, it's an open conversation. Everybody welcome to call in or go to the chat room. The number to call in is 626-213-5773, and you can also click to talk on Skype if you are using Skype. And, uh, of course, the chat room is open. I'd love to hear your comment, your, your, your question, or anything that you wanted to say. And uh, so please stay tuned, and I will be right back. Okay, my friends, welcome back. This is Coach Ria. You are listening to Your Life Now show. Our today's topic is about fear and unnecessary fear. I'd like to hear your perspective on that or if you have any questions, I will be today. As a special show, I will be sharing my personal experience over my spring break vacation on some of the things that I have done, which is, you know, this is a part, the fun part. Um, you know, obviously fear could be done in... Um, can prevent us from doing things on a professional level, but this is we're gonna we're gonna ease it into <laughs> the bigger bigger topics in here throughout the hours. So um, by all means, first of all, let's just uh, see how we can, from my own perspective, what I think is fear and what is fear. On the previous show, um, I had a guest and we were talking about the two main emotions that um, affect our human that affect the humans um, in their lives. It's fear and love. And obviously fear is a state of mind. You know, it's something that could be a very beneficial to us in a sense of there is a danger or anything like that. We need to have some kind of sort of, of, uh, of uh, um, awareness is like, oh, you know, there's, there's danger, so I need to make sure that I'm not doing something that is going to hurt me or hurt somebody or whatever it is. So fear is one of the most basic human emotions. It's programmed into the nervous system and works like an instinct. From the time that we were babies, we were infants, we were equipped with that survival instinct. It's a necessary response with fear when we sense danger and feel unsafe. It's just something normal. 
Um, we know that fear, fear can help protect us. It can make us um, alert to dangerous and prepare us to deal with it. So, um, but on the other hand, when fear becomes to the extreme and very intense, you pretty much kind of stop in your own place and you just cannot move forward because you're afraid of if something happened. What if? I always say, what if? Um, and that if, it's a state of mind. It's you creating, We basically when we do that to that extreme, uh, we basically create in the picture that it has not even happened in the future. And uh, we base on, base, from that point on, we, uh, we look into like, that's it. This is, this is exactly, if I do this, that's what's going to happen. That's an intense fear. But I'm going to like, like I said, I wanted to, this, this show to be a little bit fun. I'm going to talk to you about some of the things that I have done over my vacation and um, tell you about my personal experience with, with some of the fears um, that I had actually let go and I ended up actually enjoying myself very, very much. So here it goes. Over spring break um, with my family, we went to uh, Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. And, uh, you know, I have a, a young child who likes adventure and likes to do things. So as a mother who wants to also join the, the party, I guess I would say, I wanted to be able to do some of these things. But in the past, I had really a lot of fear of trying some of these things. And one of the things, I actually posted some of the pictures um, on the uh, page of the things that I have done. I couldn't post all of them because I'm still trying to download some of my pictures um, from my iPhone and, and so on and so forth. But anyhow, one of the things that I thought it was a huge big step for me that I have done over the vacation was zip lining, or they call it canopy tours. You can never have gotten me to do that before. <laughs> and I guess the reason I did it, and I was so glad that I did it, because I really sort of like didn't see it as danger. I didn't, uh, you know, I mean, when we think about fear, we feel how, because it is a state of mind, but it can also affect your physical body. You know, you tend to have, a, you know, your heart beating fast, you start sweating, you start feeling a little anxious, um, and that basically, that's it. it. It will just tell you, if you're going to do this, something wrong going to happen. So you just like freeze in your own place. Well, I sort of looked at it differently, and I just said, so what? What if I actually did it and I enjoyed it? But also, what if I did it and something does happen? Well, okay, so what's the chances? Because I see young children on that zip line and everybody fine. There was no, you know, cases of, of, of I mean, obviously there is always going to be some kind of, you know, unfortunate tragedy or anything like that that could happen anywhere. But it, that's the thing. It could happen anywhere. So I decided to just let go. Let go and try to see if I would actually enjoy the experience and stay in the moment of that feeling. So I did. I said to myself, okay, so do it as you go. Meaning, I didn't want to think about the fact that I had to do 16 zip lines jumping from one tree to another before I can finish that whole thing. Because if I do that, I'm already going to be anxious and I'm already going to have an anxiety um, regardless, like, how am I going to get all this done? Because, like I said, this was my first experience doing it. 
So anyhow, to make long story short, I actually um, decided, okay, I'm just going to ease myself. I took a couple of few deep breaths, and I said, I am going to enjoy myself, and that's the way it's going to be, and I'm going to have fun with it, and I sure did. By just letting go and allowing myself and giving myself the permission to see what if, what if I will enjoy it and, and just get rid of that fear that is really unnecessary. So I think, you know, this is just a, an example. It's a, you know, I mean, people have anxiety about, you know, uh, riding a roller coaster. People have an anxiety about getting on the plane. People have an anxiety about many, many things. But the thing is, I think if we really analyze it and look at fear in the face and think about it, is this fear comes from a life and death situation, which means if you ask a question, what if I did what I was going to do? What would happen? What the consequences are from doing it? And you're going to come with the answer because there's no doubt about it. You're going to find out the answer. So you're going to say, well, I would not cross the street in the middle of the traffic when the light is red because most likely if you do, you will get hit by a car. So that's not the smartest thing to do. So, yes, fear, that's a, a defensive mechanism. So you do it, you use it, and it's protecting you. But if you never cross a street because you're always going to be afraid that you're going to get hit by a car, that's unnecessary fear. So it's really about evaluating. So you look at it from a different perspective. You look at it, well, okay, I know if the, the light is, is red and there's lots of traffic and I have to wait for obviously for the green light, for me to cross the street, then that's a, you know, that would be the smart thing to do. You would not do it when the, when the, when the uh, light is red, but you will do it when the light turns green. So you see the difference? I mean, it's really just a simple way of looking at it. That's all it is. On the other hand, one of the other things that I um, did over the vacation, again, I, I'm so really happy to be sharing these things with you because I, I feel so good about it. I was like, wow, you know, I did this. I accomplished this, you know. To me, that was like, you know, conquering fear and realizing what I was feeling before, it was just really unnecessary. So anyhow, the other things that I did, actually, I um, rode the ATVs. I have been on ATVs. I mean, I drive a car. I've never drove a motorcycle, which is pretty much just similar because you have to shift to, like, motorcycles and stuff like that. So that was, like, a big challenge for me. And the biggest challenge was that it was riding these ATVs in the mountains, down the river, in a country that I don't, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the roads. I'm not familiar with the routes. And I sort of like, again, by just allowing myself to experience the moment and experience whatever it is that I'm doing and just allowing myself to just kind of enjoy it, the result was exactly what I what I expected. I enjoyed it. You know, I have to admit it. I mean, I was a little bit, you know, especially with ATVs because it was a tiny little road and dirt and you couldn't see for a while and then you get down to the river. I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to um, to navigate through it, but I was determined to see it through and just tell myself, you know what, 
you're going to be talking about this, and you're going to feel good that you have done it. And and uh, um, I've seen everybody, like I said, in front of me and behind me. Everybody's doing it. I was not there by myself, so that kind of gave me a little bit of support. Um, and I felt really good about it. So um, I'm going to take another break. And when I come back, actually, I have a caller on the line, and I'd like to see what um, what they have to say. And um, and I hope uh, you know you give me your uh, your feedback as far as what you think. All right, my friend, I'll be right back. Shreya, and you are listening to your Life Now show. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for listening um, live, archived, of course, on iTunes later on. Um, you know, this topic is it's really, it, it touched a lot of um, um, nerves in a lot of us because from my experience as a life coach, I pretty much, I come across this on all level, personally and professional, with my clients. Of course, you know, I'm speaking from my personal experience as well. And that's why I'm sharing my own personal experience, and I will talk to you about other things um, that I have experienced in the past that kind of um, I had to overcome and, and look at it in the face and see why am I afraid of it. So the question is always to ask, to start by asking yourself, what is it that I'm truly afraid of? What am I afraid of? And if you come up with the answer, and most likely you will have, you will come up with an answer, ask yourself after that, so what? So what would happen if that is the result of my fear? Would it be the end of the world? Would I, my existence will just disappear? Will somebody be so mad at me? I mean, I know my child. Um, Sometimes, again, on a personal level, for instance, my child will lie to me about certain things as far as the school and his grades, whatever. And the reason he does it, just to tell you, I mean, small things in our life, we constantly uh, uh, behaving and acting from a place of fear instead of a place of love. I talk about the two emotions, love and fear. So he will say he wouldn't tell me exactly certain things or he lie about certain things because he's afraid of the consequences if he would tell me the truth. But the thing is, what we most of us always fail to do is to ask ourselves, what, are, what if we tell the truth and we really realize that we have unnecessary fear? Because most of the time, I told my kid, I said, listen, the consequences of you lying to me, it's a lot more severe than, than the consequences of, uh, um, you know, you're telling the truth. You know, I mean, because if you're telling the truth 
and you explain to me what's going on, most likely I am not going to get upset with you as much as I would get upset with you if you lied to me and I found out about it. But it comes from a place of fear. I mean, it, let's take it a little um, a little further here. You know, I mean, we know um, people are afraid to speak in public. Um, we know in relationship people are they lie to each other because they don't want the other person to find out because if they find out about something, that the consequences of it could be very severe. So again, every you know we we tend to act and behave from a place of fear. And these are unnecessary fear because if we face it and we realize that fear is not a life and death situation, it only protects us for a short period of time mentally because it is a state of mind. We tell in our mind, if I, this is my own defense mechanism of protecting myself by lying. Because I'm afraid if I tell the truth that something um, severe can happen. I just want to give you a number to call in again. Uh, it's 626-213-5773. And also you can click Skype to talk. The chat room is open. Uh, your comment, your question is welcome. And I'm going to take um, one of my caller here and see if he has any uh, questions. So just please give me a second here to bring him on the air. Hi, you're on the air. This is Coach Ria. Who's this? Hello? Hello? Okay. I think my uh, caller is on the line, but he probably doesn't know that he's on the air. All right, we'll come back to that. That's okay. Um, anyhow, so let's go back to our topic about fear. So here are some of the questions that I would probably start asking um, myself. How do, how do I rate myself in general in, um, in perspective to fear? Am I always afraid? Am I occasionally afraid? Or often I'm afraid. And why? 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 Try to fill in those blanks and see, you know, what you come up with. And then another question would be, how do I typically react to something I fear? What's your reaction? What will you do? Do you avoid something? Do you avoid to... You, you, you avoid conference with someone? Do you ignore something? Do you ignore someone? Do you ignore the situation? What do you do? How do you, how do you typically react to those, um, to fear? And in what way do you feel fear works for you? Because obviously, like I said, fear is something that we were pretty much were the minute we were born, we have that mechanism, you know, to just kind of like react uh, when we know there's dangerous and we know how to protect ourselves. So that's something, we call it something that works for me because it prevents me from getting hurt, it prevents me from putting myself in a situation not, you know, we're not talking about something that we justify, we're talking about an actual physical danger situation. So that's something works for you or can work for us. But in what ways do you feel fear works against you? What's stopping you? 
What do you feel stopping you in your ground right now from moving forward? What What is it? How you look at it? And why? And if you think of one thing that you can do more often, to see yourself kind of like facing fear and overcoming fear that keeping you from doing things that you should do or from dealing with something you should deal with, what would it be? I mean, I'm giving you these questions. It's just like, again, I'm trying to provoke some kind of uh, um, thoughts in your mind to think about it. What, why am I doing what I do? Why? What is the purpose behind it? What is it? What am I afraid of? And so what? What if? And if you put, if you set yourself, obviously I'm a, I'm a life coach, so I work with goals and I set goals with my clients and we try to achieve these goals. But if you to set yourself a goal about fear, what would you say? How do you, how do you work it? What would it look like? What would you say? So again, I mean, you know, I always talk about awareness and I would always say, you know, when I talked about um, my intention of having this show, it's really to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can see a different result. Because let's face it, when we are keep doing the things over and over in the same way, we are always get the same result. So that goes back to, again, dealing with changes. So are you afraid of making a change? Are you afraid of being alive? What's stopping you? Um, so back to my <laughs> my vacation over the um, spring break to um, ease things off here a little bit. Um, I did. I love horses. I I've done horseback riding a long time ago, and I haven't been on a horse since then. And I would say, uh, you know, I would love to be, you know, able to go back and horse riding. And you know, I live in 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 the Northeast. I mean, there's stables all over the place. I can definitely do that if I wanted to. But when I was there, it was a different story because again, it was it was the atmosphere, it was the environment that I was doing it in. It was not your normal, typical environment. It was not a, just a level ground that you just ride the horse on. It was a really intense way of, of horseback riding. And I actually, again, you know, it's like I, I was at some point when I was riding, I looked around, there was nobody around me. My horse's name was Tequila. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, obviously I can get by with my Spanish and I'm okay with my Spanish. And I was so funny because I told the um, the horsekeeper, I said, so what do I need to do? I don't want to hit the, uh, um, kick the the animal to make them move, but what, what can I do to, you know, if the animal does not cooperate with me or whatever? And he said, no, you just give him a little, you know, a little kick on the side or whatever. I'm like, okay. So, you know, at some point I think he was in his own mind and he was just like, you know, I mean, he knows obviously the, the, the path, you know, that they normally go to and, and they've been trained. So it was okay, but I felt, I mean, literally any other human being in that situation, you're in a, in a foreign country on a, on a little tiny mountain road with, a, with, with an animal by yourself and you look around you and there is nobody 
around you, you will have some kind of anxiety. But I actually, I was, I was just enjoying it. I was like, well, I don't know. I guess I'm pretty sure I, I see some kind of civilization. I see somebody at some point. And then we went down to the river and up to, um, you know, he found his path. And I remember, I think he took a, a, a different path from the, uh, on the way back. That's what I'm talking about, actually, because he didn't take the same way that we went in the beginning. And that made me kind of like think, is like, hmm, did he get lost or did I lead him to the wrong way because I didn't recognize the surrounding. I was like, well, this is not the same way we came in. So I had some kind of anxiety a little bit. And I was like, hmm, well, so what? What am I going to do? I'm in the middle of nowhere. I mean, what am I going to do? I'm just going to have to trust that this horse is going to take me back to where he picked me up, you know, where I started. And my family going to be there and because they were actually hiking and I was riding the um, – I was uh, horseback riding. So anyhow, to make long story short, it was actually a lot of fun. Of course, I was sore the whole, you know, for a few days, but because trying to learn back, you know, um, how to horseback ride, and, and uh, so it was really, really interesting. But again, um, I, I really love to hear from you. Uh, let me know what you think. You know, it's a, it's a really um, interesting topic. I mean, I, I, I want to know what people think about this, and um, I see, you know, a uh, few people here. Um, uh, okay, I have a couple people. I have a few people in a chat room. Thank you for being there. Um, welcome. And uh, call in. And Kirk, I see you in a chat room. You can call in using Skype. Um, and um, and and tell me what you think, because I know Kirk. Uh, he um, he actually also lives in Mexico, so he he has a lot to say about the subject. So I would love to hear from him. Anyway, I'm going to take another short break, and um, I will be back with you. So um, please uh, stay tuned. And our today's topic is uh, how to let go of unnecessary fear. I have a, a caller that I think we try to, to bring him on the air, but I think he said he's ready to talk, so I'm going to bring him on the air right now. Hi, Kenny. Hi. Hi, you're on the air. How are you? How are you? Good, good. What, what, do you have a question? you have a comment? You have a pers- you know, you want to give your own perspective? What do you... Well, I was... It was very happy to listening your experience from your vacation. Oh, well, and, thank you. Uh, ultimately, people do have fear of death, but wow, okay, ni- good stuff. Okay, ninety-nine percent 
people not in a situation that result could be death, but still they have fear of it. So it's, it is a great, if we find the ways to get rid of that fear, it's the best thing to do so we can live life fear-free. And living fear-free is more enjoyable than with fear. Okay. So using your expertise, well, tell us how to get rid of the fear. Well, it's it's not, like I said, you know, it's there's nothing as such a, as a magic pill. Oh, you just do this and you're gonna get rid of fear. I mean, it's it's a practice. It's a practice. I think you need to ask yourself the right question. First of all, you need to understand what are you really truly afraid of. So when we're talking about fear of death, so what are we afraid of? No existence anymore. We die, yeah. and then what happened after that? I mean, most people have that fear and they have that anxiety about death and stuff like that. But let's let's keep it on the live part. We are alive, and let's talk about being alive. So, on a personal level, what are you are you afraid of anything? Is there something that you are afraid of besides, you know, um, bringing the, the the fear of death? Is there anything in your life that you are afraid of? Mm, not really. Why would you say that? How would you know that? Well, Why are you so sure? Well, the ultimate fear people have is death. And uh, at the same time, 99% scenario, we're not in a, a result of any mistakes or anything that could end up with death, but still people have fear of it. And... Um, Many times people have fear of rejection. You go and approach something, either it's a job interview or it's a personal life or anything, people have a fear of rejection. So what happens? People say no. People don't accept me. People don't agree with me. People do have fear like that. So... Yeah, but are we talking about you? I mean, you know, because that's true. I mean, people have their fear comes in all shape and all sizes and different from different perspectives from whatever situation, whatever. But do you agree that it is a state of mind? I mean, we put something yes. in our mind. We actually create that picture in our mind, telling us what can happen. We're almost living yes. in the future right now. Right now. Right now. We're already deciding what's going to happen in the future. Well, nobody has control over the future. What you have control of is right now. What is going on right now? And when you face it, when you come from that place and bring your awareness back to that present moment, ask yourself, so what? So what if I I got rejected? What if that person that I went to interview with didn't like me? That could be their loss. You could look at it in a different way. It's just a, it's how you perceive it. It's how you actually look at it. I mean, obviously, we can amplify things and we can look at it in a larger picture and it's like, oh, my God, I was rejected. Let's face it. I've been in corporate sales for a long time before I started my own business. And I've been rejected so many times, so many times. And to me, it was like nobody can say no to me. I'm a great salesperson and I'm selling great product and I know what I'm doing and there is no reason for anybody to tell me why they would not 
purchase or take the service that I have to offer. That was my mentality, obviously, at that time. But the thing is, when I realized, so maybe it was not the right time for them. Maybe I don't have the right product for them. Maybe people, you know, as long as we don't take it personally, you know, and we detach ourselves from the, from the way that we look at things, it almost, you know, they, uh, Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and I know other people have said that same thing. When you actually do change the way you look at things, whatever it is that you're looking at, it has to change. I know that because from my personal experience and in my own perception. I, it does not apply to everybody. So whatever I always say, I always say it's my own perception, it's my own um, uh, perspective on things and how I think. I try to help people um, uh, understand it by bringing awareness to the situation and uh, looking at it from a different angle and see if they can see a different picture. Because if you do that, so you, you ask yourself that question. You say, so what if I get rejected? Maybe I can get a better interview somewhere else. So it's, obviously it's not the end of the world, right? So it's not a life and death situation. So that's really unnecessary fear. Fear of rejection, it doesn't have to be from one situation or one time. If you build, I mean, everything connects together. You know, our self-esteem, our, our, our willingness to change, our, our awareness of the present moment, our awareness of our, you know, what, you know, what kind of um, quality and, and skills we have. All these things build together that person that you are. So, you know, when you lack one side or another, you know, you should ask yourself, it's like, maybe I don't have the skills that they're looking for. Maybe I'm too overqualified for them. But you've got to ask yourself that, that, that question, and that comes from an awareness um, a place. I mean, I don't know if that's, you know, helpful, but I think that's, um, that's how I would approach it. What do you think? I think it's good. Oh. I'll try Sorry, it out. All right. Well, you know, I, um, you know, if you, um, if you have another question, just stay, stay online. I'm going to take another caller, and uh, I appreciate you called in. I mean, that's uh, again, you know, there's so many different things that we can, we can try to cover that will be under the same umbrella as unnecessary fear. But um, thanks again, Kenny. I'll. Yeah. Thank you very right. much for your advice. Thank you, my friend. Hi, Cherokee on the air. This is Coach Rio. Hi there, how are you? Good, good. How are you? I saw okay. you in that room and you were having a hard time getting calling in. <laughs> well, I was trying to call another Skype number and then I figured out, nah, there's nothing going on there, so it must be something on the page. So I went to the page. Oh, good. <laughs> Finally found I'm glad it. Glad <laughs> you figured it out. Just before uh, we get started, Kurt, I just want to give out the number again to call in for our listener. Uh, the number to call in is 626 213 Five seven seven three, and uh, of course you can. Of course, um, you can click to talk on the page if you are using Skype. And uh, the chat room is open. Please feel free to put your comment, your question there. And uh, Kirk, hello, my friend. What um, what's on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of things, but we'll get into that another time. So, how do you want me to contribute today? Well, I don't know. I mean, we're talking about unnecessary fear, and uh, and uh, my perspective on the uh, on the topic is to really kind of evaluating what are we really truly afraid of, and why. Uh -huh. 
And uh, by changing the way we look at things, perhaps we can get a different picture from that point and see that we really, there is no need for the fear that we have. So I would like to know what your perspective on that, or if you have a question, that's... uh Well, actually, if I can get one of my cousins who's over in Miami to call in, maybe he can do that, Rod, if you're online. Um, Anyway... Uh, the reason why I pull on him is because he and I, even though we're years apart in age, not a whole lot, but enough to make a difference, uh, we seem to have pulled up on the same, I guess, theory, life theory, in respect to how we live our lives, and it tends to drive our families nuts. Uh, I learned a long time ago, FEAR is an acronym, F-E-A-R false evidence appearing to be real. And just before I ended up finding out where how to get to you on the Skype through Blog Talk instead of going through your private um, Skype account, uh, I heard the person, or actually somebody put it in your chat room, uh, what is rational fear? What is uh, basically what is a healthy fear? I'll put it that way. I don't remember the exact wording. And I don't know if I would call it fear, because fear in itself, uh, well, let's put it this way. If you're, I heard you say it once before, you're walking across the street and you look both ways and you didn't see any vehicles coming at you, including a bicycle. And something that tends to happen a lot is you have a one-way street, so you look the direction where vehicles are going to come from, and you don't see anything, but you've got a bicycle going the wrong way on that one-way street, and you step out in front of the bicycle, and it almost hits you. Well, of course, you're, as soon as you realize it, before you guys make contact, if you do indeed make contact, yes, it's going to frighten you. Okay, It makes you jump either out of the way, hopefully, or sometimes right into the path of the bike because you got stuck uh, stunned by the this sudden appearance of this two, two-wheeled two vehicle that's running by pedal power. So uh, to be walking across the street, to ride a motorcycle, to drive in a foreign land. Uh, when I moved down here to Mexico, I wasn't afraid of driving here. I just didn't know where the heck I was going, and I was three days here. And there's something to person says, do you want to drive? And I went, no. They said, why not? I said, I don't know where I am. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know where I am. I don't know how to get any place. And I don't even know the laws of the land just yet. So give me some time. So a week later, I was driving and been driving here ever since. So it's not a problem. But uh, one of the things, if I'm rambling, let me know. Uh, one of the things that I remembered while you were talking was when I was around five years old, give or take, my father had just taken me swimming for the first time. And he was trying to get me to jump into a swimming pool. And this was back in the late 50s. And he was trying to get me to jump in, and I was just too afraid. I'm standing on the side of the pool crying, and it's like, come on, and people are, come on. And it's like, oh, I don't want to trust anybody. And eventually I got into the pool, and as my father used to say to me, even when I became a young adult, he used to tell me all the time, he says, now you're like a fish on dry land. He says, you can't, once you get into water, we can't get you out. So it was right. just one of those things of 
you have to go the first step. The rest of it just becomes easy. That's interesting. Well, um, stay on, uh, um, Kirk, because uh, the person that was before you, I think they they put their hands up. I think uh, um, uh, they want... They yeah, no have, problem. So stay, stay on. Go ahead. Hey, Kenny, you have a, a comment or something? Kenny? Yes, no, no, no. It's by... Okay, you put your hands... Okay, all right, no problem. All right, I'm going to move you back up. Okay, in the chat room, Ken says, um, I have heard it said, though, that our deepest and greatest fear is not that we are powerless, but that we have limitless potential. Um, what do you exactly mean by that, Ken? Because uh, um, your limited potential comes from you not allowing yourself to actually, I guess, uh, um, be because you're afraid of something. I mean, you know, there. But well, I'm sorry. I guess I read it wrong. I apologize. You said, but that we have limitless potential. Okay, apology. <laughs> but call in, Ken. I like to hear from you. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm reading, trying to uh, manage this quickly. But anyway, um, yeah. So what what do you think about this, uh, uh, Kirk? about this statement. I have heard this said though that our deepest and greatest fear is not that we are powerless but that we have limitless, limitless potential, which I read it wrong. Okay. <laughs> what do I think of that? Huh? Uh, to some people, actually having the ability to do something does frighten them. Uh, when I got into doing energy therapies about 20 years ago, it used to frighten the heck out of everybody else, and it still does, and especially being here in Mexico, it tends to make people think, ah, oh, he's a brujo. Brujo is just another word for witch or sorcerer or whatever the case may be. Um, it doesn't bother me. Uh, I'm looking, this is a conversation, as I told you in an email earlier today, this is a conversation I want to get into with you possibly tomorrow or later day, whenever. But it's finding that you do have almost limitless, I say almost because I, well, I'm one who believes in a higher being than myself. And uh, there is always a limit to it. There's a cap to whatever you can do. My thing is I've always liked to find where my limits are. I don't like sitting back and going, well, I've never been down that road, and I don't want to go down that road. Uh, if it's something that's interesting to me, something that I want to accomplish, I'm just curious about it, whatever, I'm going to go down that road. And I'm going to find out, is it safe, is it not safe, is, what are my limitations on that particular path, on that journey, though, that road. Uh, some people, that frightens them. A lot of people I grew up with, that frightens them to find out what is beyond. And some of that can be based in religious beliefs. And I'll leave it there before I go any further. I, I think he had an offer. Um, I know he's using a Skype. But, you know, the thing is, I truly believe what we are born with limitless potential. We have unlimited potential. Um, and the reason we don't achieve our limited potential, the unlimited potential, is because of our fear of something. Something is, is stopping us in our ground and making us, you know, um, put a limit on certain things that we can and cannot do. 
Indeed. Um, you know, but but the thing is, I mean, you know, we go on with our everyday life and we surround it with a lot of fear. I mean, let's face it, you know, it's like we bond, what do you call it? it you turn on the TV and you listen to the news and it, you don't hear anything good. Everything is just like so-and-so get killed, so-and-so whatever, so-and-so stole this, so-and-so stay tuned so we can tell you how many different ways that you can die and stay tuned so we can give you the worst news that you can ever possible. We live in a society that provoke fear in us. We constantly fed fear. You know, I mean, you know, we always trying to tell, you know, uh, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I try to use it in my own, uh, in my life, you know, to try to limit some of these outside sources that actually, you know, can add to that, the, the, the we, you know, I know you and I, we had the discussion about whether negative or positive energy, we don't want to get into that now, we don't have the time for that. But the thing is, you know, when we actually have the, the, the power in ourselves to kind of eliminate some of these outside sources that really kind of add to our fear, we can face our own fear. You know, instead of actually dealing with, with outside fear that telling us how you can, oh, let me give you some more. I don't think you have more fear. You know, you need more. Let me give you some more doses of fear. And that's the society that we live in, you know, unfortunately. And, and you look around, it's like, okay, the, the price of the gas went up. The economy is not doing this. People are losing their homes. All these things. And people are afraid what's going to happen. We constantly live in, in a different time, in a different uh, dimension, but we forget to live in the right now and figure out what can, what can we do right now and how can we face some of these issues on a personal level, you know, that can actually start with us to make a difference, you know, in, in my own family, in my community, in my, you know, a little bit further out and, uh, and, and make that different and help somebody else see it in a different way. I think it all takes, you know, a personal effort to try to help ourselves and help others as well see it in a different way. And that's the reason I'm doing this show. I, I mean, actually, we can do a lot longer than an hour talking about this, this subject, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It is there. Now, it's your choice. It is your choice whether you can do something with it and look at it and evaluate it and say, well, what can I use from this and what can I let go? Because what's not serving me, there is no need for it to stay around. Time for you to say goodbye. Exactly. But we don't know how to differentiate with that. I mean, I think, you know, most of us are in the trap of, you know, it's like we have to be in the mercy of others or we have to be in the mercy of the society that's telling us how we're supposed to behave, what we're supposed to eat. And, I mean, you know, oh, one day they tell you it's, this thing is good for you and the next day you're gonna, they're going to tell you this thing is going to kill you. And you just get these, these mixed messages. But the only guaranteed message that is going to serve you, it's your own self. And that's why I always say you've got to bring that awareness inward. You gotta, you gotta look in within, and ask yourself, what is really going on? What is really going on, and why am I feeling this way? And why, and why, and why, and if what? So what? And oh, yeah. come back. Anyway, um, that's uh, that's definitely. I got another call here that I'd like to see. Um, so please, can you stay on uh, online, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute you for a second, Kirk? Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right, thanks. 
Hi, you on 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 the air? Who's this? Hello? 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 Is this uh who's this? Hello? <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, I guess I muted you by accident. Hello, this is Ria. Who's this? Coach Ria, can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. Hi, Ken. Thanks for calling. I saw your comment. I'm sorry, I misread it. I guess I needed reading glasses, maybe. I didn't, I didn't see <laughs> the complete words. So what, what's on your mind? Well, it, it's, it's, it must be tough doing an amazingly excellent radio show, and while oh. at the same time having to read, having to read what uh, people are blogging uh, online. But uh, you do oh, a great right, job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a great topic, and I love listening to it. And I think, uh, and, and, and I think you're right on. It's while I heard you say that, I uh, quickly, because I have the uh, the benefit and the convenience of sitting in front of a computer now and plugging fear into uh, Google just to see what people say on it. It's interesting. It came right up with uh, an author that I know that you have read, Eckhart Tolle, and an, and an author that I'm very fond of as well. Who, speaks of fear in exactly the terms that you do, and that is to say uh, really the, the, the distance or the uh, inability to keep in the present moment. Uh, and I think uh, right from uh, something that Eckhart Tolle wrote, he said that uh, fear comes in many forms, unease, worry, anxiety, nervousness, tension, dread, phobia, and so on. This kind of psychological fear is always of something that might happen, not of something that is happening now. You are in the here and now while your mind is in the future. This creates an anxiety gap. And if you are identified with your mind and have lost touch with the power and simplicity of the now, the anxiety gap will be your constant companion. You can always cope with the present moment, but you cannot cope with something that is only in the mind. You can you cannot cope with the future. So that that sort of rung home to me as being really right in line with uh, what you said uh, is a major contributor uh, toward fear. Well, that's what it is. I mean, we create something that it doesn't even happen yet. It has not happened. So what does that tell us? That there is that gap, there's room to make something, to change things, right? Because it has not happened. So, I mean, we have in our own power to actually control something in the present moment if it didn't happen yet. So, you know, I, I guess it is, it's really not easy, you know, for many people because they feel um, they are not living in that present moment, and that's like my whole thing about, you know, always trying to inspire people to bring that awareness back to that moment, to right now. What is going on right now? What is really going on right now? And what can I do right now that can help me move forward? Because that's the only thing that you, um, you know, I post my uh, Mother Teresa uh, quote everywhere, you know, about yesterday is gone, tomorrow has not yet come, and all we have is now. So let us begin. Quote. So, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, we just really, really have to evaluate it from our own perspective and uh, look at it from a different angle and see if we can get a different picture. Um, I, I, you know, I really did want to put this this um, um, this this show for like over an hour because I thought we're going to be, you know, um, having a lot of uh, discussion about this, and I knew a lot of people have a different way of um, of looking at it. But just to just leave you with something, um, just 
bring yourself to that present moment for a few moments. Spend a few, few moments alone in silence. And just like be, just be, take that breath and just be. And see what happens. I mean, you know, it, try to turn off these TVs, some of these outside stimulant. And, and, you know, don't get so much hooked up on the computer, on, on, on the Internet. You know, I mean, we all have social media. We need it. Technology is wonderful things. There's a lot of great tools. But everything in moderation. We need to make sure whatever it is that we do in our life on a daily basis is something is helping us, serving us, and making us a better person. And, 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 and move forward. Move forward and realize why, if you are not moving forward, why you're not moving forward. What is going on? What are you afraid of? Enjoy whatever it is that you want to enjoy. I can tell you my experience in Mexico, it was, I'm, you know, I, I hear a lot of my friends tell me, are you still in Mexico? I'm like, no, I'm back here. But I'm loving the thoughts when, it, you know, like every time, I mean, I think this is one of the things that I, um, Charles Hans, um, I think, Ken, you have read that book. Um, um, oh, my God, the name kind of slipped me now. I know I, I we talked about it once. But anyway, um, he always says, you know, when you have some anxiety, bring to your own mind of a, a moment or a picture of something you really had enjoyed. And live that moment for, for, a few, for a few seconds, for a moment or so. And bring yourself to that, that feeling good moment. And go from there. Because like I said, I mean, we live in a society that, you know, every time we step out of the door, sometimes we don't even have to step out of the door. All we have to do is just turn on the TV or turn on the computer or, or uh, um, check our phone or whatever it is. We're going to get some kind of message it's telling us, oh, my God, the world is about to collapse. What are we going to do? Well, it's not going to, and not anytime soon. So what am I doing right now? So that's the bottom line. Um, if, if you guys have any other um, – let me see here. I wanted to see if any, I've missed anybody in, um, in the chat room. Okay. But, you know, again, I want to thank you all, everybody, for being here, for listening. Um, this show will be archived um, again. And um, I know I don't have enough time to do my, um, my little uh, um, breathing meditation, but it, I'm going to play it anyway. And it will go into archive because after the hour is um, done, um, obviously we're not, not going to be live streaming. But anyhow, I'm going to keep the chat room open for a little bit. So I wanted to get some feedback from you guys on the idea. And we can definitely reopen this topic again for discussion and uh, see what everybody, um, you know, if you missed out on this this time, maybe next time you can uh, call in or come on in and, and, and chat with us and tell us what you think. And maybe you can give us uh, um, your own perspective or um, anything that can help all of us. Uh, move forward and start bringing awareness to our our life and, and start living in and now. And um, with all that being said, namaste. And I'm going to leave you with my um, uh, breathing uh, technique, meditation. And obviously it's not going to be live streamed after a uh, couple minutes because the show is going to be ended in two minutes. So, uh, But you can listen to it archived. The show will be also uh, broadcast on um, iTunes after it's archived. So you're welcome to go back and re-listen to it again. 
Thanks again for being here. Thanks you for listening, and please be amazing, okay? Take care.